Let me talk to you a little bit about Rough Greens. Rough Greens is something that I credit my dog's health to, um, his long life. He's, you know, 12 and a half, I think, now, uh, which is very old for a German Shepherd, purebred, usually there. I mean, you, I, don't, I don't know if we've had a dog that's lasted till 13. And Uno is still going. The vet just gave him clean bill of health, said he's still, all his blood work, everything, he still looks like he's a puppy. Um, he's an amazing dog and rough greens has changed his life. We started feeding him probably two years ago, three years ago, tried all kinds of different dog foods. He would never eat. Well, we just gave him dog food and then we put uh, rough greens on top of it, gives him everything that he needs. And I'm telling you, his life changed. So did ours. It was like we had a puppy in the house again, except he wasn't peeing and pooping on the carpet and and chewing up the uh, the couch. Anyway, um, Rough Greens. Try it for your dog. Get the first bag free. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Do it now. Sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Glad you're here. It is Thursday. I've got a lot to talk to you about. I want to start with the farmland. We had a special on last night about America's war on land and energy, uh, on fuel and food. In the next half hour, uh, I think your mind is going to be blown if you didn't see last night's uh, episode of my Wednesday night special. We begin there in 60 seconds. First, if you are a shooter, um, have you seen what's going on in California? Did you see that uh, all semi-automatic weapons now, I guess, are being banned in Illinois? That just leaves you with a cowboy gun. I got my six-shooter here. Uh, Really? All semi-automatic? Hmm. That's fantastic. Well, um, move is the the first uh, rule here um maybe move to florida where ron DeSantis just said you're not allowed to track ammo you're not allowed to track guns you don't have to register anything it's not going to be registered with any institution in florida thank god for florida listen if you are a shooter you know all the problems that are going on and how much money it costs to go to the range There is a high-tech, easy-to-use system that is now being used by uh, the uh, Marines. I'm trying to think. It's not over in Camp Pendleton. It's the the other one. They train in two different places. It's the other one. They use Mantis X to uh, learn how to shoot. It is really an amazing product. It'll help improve your shooting quickly. It's not just target practice. This actually analyzes, I mean, I always think of the JFK movie, every time I shoot, down and to the left, 
down and to the left uh, because it's I I have a tendency of dropping my gun when I'm firing and so I I'm always down and to the left. This will actually work like somebody who is sitting there watching you shoot. Um, it your firearm will connect with the app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. Then when you're firing actual rounds or even dry firing. You will get instant feedback on what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. Again, if it's good enough for the Marines to use, I think it's good enough for me. Start improving today. Get yours now at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Hello, Stu. Glenn, Mm. how are you? Oh, Fantastic. It's a good day. Good day to be an American. Well, I mean, besides the fact that, you know, Richard Trumpkin now says, oh, we're not trying to ban gas stoves. Oh, really? I, I can't take the Republicans pounce on gas stove it's culture a conspiracy war. Theory. Oh, my God. Did you hear yesterday that Washington state, this study came out and it's it's full of holes. Full of holes. The most extensive study on natural gas and uh, and cooktops and heating in your home and everything else. It it shows there is absolutely no impact as long as you're not. This is really the way this study did it. The one that that, you know, was like, we got to get rid of natural gas. They sealed the house like in plastic. So if you have no ventilation and natural gas, it might affect your children with asthma well i don't know i don't live in a plastic bubble with my stove it's required to have venting on your stove anyway this is craziness um washington state in november already already changed it you can't build a house now in washington state with a gas stove, it has to be electric. Yeah, we're, we're squarely in that time where they say, what are you, crazy? We would never do oh, that, but God. we should, because look at all these right. effects. But we would never. No, we, Why are you such a conspiracy theory? But have you ever thought about it before? Because we should really probably do it right now. But <laughs> I can't believe you're bringing it up. All right. It's that type of it's thing. That, it's over and over mm-hmm. and over again. They buy time by convincing half of the population that it's a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. May I bring up ESG? The World Economic Forum's Great Reset. Okay? Conspiracy theory not happening. It's happening. And half of America knows it and knows what it really means. You're luckily in that half. Hopefully, you're in that half. If you're not, you're a new listener. Welcome. You will understand it soon. Last night, I did a special, and you can find it on YouTube. Although I did utter the words, The Great Reset, several times which is a no-no on YouTube. You cannot say The Great Reset. It's the name of my book. Cannot good, say Good marketing it. idea there, by I the know, way, by you. Um, well, it wasn't banned. <laughs> no, it wasn't banned uh, when until, you did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should we, have just predicted the whims right. of YouTube. Right, right. Well, I'm going to call my next book YouTube. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's up on YouTube. You can, uh, I think... You can certainly check it out at uh, Blaze TV, where it will be protected and live forever on Blaze TV on demand. But last night I talked about the war on land, uh, on fuel, all of it. Food. What is happening with our food is outrageous. And I'm going to give you some some things here that 
you will not believe in in about eight minutes. You will say, no way that's true. You're going to have to look it up and I'll give you the address and everything else. Okay. Right now, 40% of farmland in America, 40 is owned by Americans over 65. Our farmers are dying out. So farmland, 40% of it is going to go up for sale soon. Okay. And the way everything is structured The farmer's families usually can't afford to keep the farm when mom and dad die. So that means 370 million acres are going to come up of farmland, good American farmland, going to come up for sale soon. Now, the prices of farmland is skyrocketing for some reason. I mean, who wants farmland? You know, the the best and fastest way to become a millionaire as a farmer is start with two million. Okay, you're guaranteed to have a million dollars probably by the end of the year. It's a losing prospect. It is hard work, hard work, and you need good communities around you. So why is farmland prices going up? Well, a couple of reasons. COVID, people are like, yeah, I just want to be, you know, someplace other than California. And so then they buy, we'll raise chickens and we'll have eggs and maybe we'll have a goat. And the first winter and the first harvest, they're like, (laughs) and they run back someplace in the city. A few months ago, a farm in Iowa sold for $25,000 per acre to say that land prices are skyrocketing is an understatement so who is buying all of the farmland well blackrock buying up record record shattering amounts of homes for farms it's people like bill gates now i don't know about you but bill gates buying up 300,000 acres spread out remember 40% of the farmlands, 40% owned by 60, uh, 65 and up, 40%. How many acres did I say that was? 370 million. 40%, 370. How many acres does Bill Gates have now? He's approaching 300 million acres. So that's kind of disturbing. One guy owning another 40% of our farmland, if these numbers are right, that's terrifying, especially a guy who believes in, you know what, we, well, we shouldn't have cattle, Uh, we shouldn't have milk, and, you know, I can genetically fix these animals because I am God. And also, more disturbingly, this is the guy who approved Clippy. Yes, the the little paper clip that would give you recommendations on what to do in Microsoft Office. So I totally support Bill Gates in his little farmer expedition. He's going to be a good farmer. (laughs) Anyway, um, you think he's done a lot of farming? You think Bill has been out in the fields? Oh, sure. Yeah, he knows what he's with the hoe. Three hundred. Thirty-seven point six million acres of U.S. farm and ranch land now held under foreign ownership. 37.6 million acres. Uh, They've doubled down recently, buying land in Oklahoma, Texas, Colorado. 40% growth rate in just 2020. 
One Chinese government linked group bought farmland near Grand Forks Air Force Base in North Dakota. No problem there. No problem. Not really seriously. Uh, former member of the Chinese Communist Red Army bought land near Laughlin Air Force Base here in Texas. Uh, the windmill project that he's doing gives the Chinese yet another dangerous location next to a sensitive military base. Buyers from communist China bought 6.1 billion acres of farmland here in the U.S. Mm. By farm, that's more than any other foreign buyer. But it's just the Chinese, you know, communist government that's doing it. What could possibly go wrong? By the way, an update. I said this last night. Ron DeSantis is the only guy that would do this. He needs to ban China from buying farmland. And guess what he did yesterday? Yeah, he's banning China from buying farmland. Where are you, Texas? Where are you? Okay, so you're seeing that our farmland is being put into the hands of either our enemies like Bill Gates, or the Chinese. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Bill Gates, 300 million acres. 300,000, isn't it? 300,000 acres? You said 300 million. 300 million. Well. Is it 300,000? Let me look at it. 300,000 uh, acres, I guess. 300,000? Mm -hmm. Okay. Whew, it's a lot, a lot of better. acres. Still, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, lot of acres, acres. But much better <laughs> than 300 million. Okay. 300,000 acres. So he's got all this farmland. You know where he's going. He is fully with the World Economic Forum. Okay? So the World Economic Forum, what do they want to do? Well, they want to control the land. They want to control the food. They want to control the energy. They want to control the money. Well, if you do all of those things, you control you. Now, I'm going to take you to something. To the World Economic Forum, their own website, they have a section on smart cities. What is a really smart city? Like, uh, I don't know, like uh, Chicago, very smart. So the smart cities are the way to get all of our problems under control. Because you're going to, their plan is to force everybody into cities and leave the land alone. Remember, they have to, by 2030, and Biden's already done this, he's going to preserve 30% of all land in America. You can't, no humans will be on it. By 2050, it's 50% of all land. So where do the people go? The people all have to go into cities, but they'll be smart cities. Now, I want you to go to the World Economic Forum's website, and I want you to look this up for yourself because you will not believe what I'm about to tell you. But it's there currently in black and white. So you decide who's the conspiracy theory. Uh, theorist and who is actually lying to you back in 60 seconds mike wrote in about his experience with relief factory he says my body's all beaten up from working so long i've dealt with inflammation for years one day i was talking to a friend of mine how i needed some sort of relief and he said have you heard about relief factor no kidding in four days it started working for me i am thrilled 
Mike, thanks for writing in. Thanks for letting us know. Relief Factor is great because it doesn't whack you out. It's not a drug. It's all natural. Four key ingredients that will fight inflammation, which is the source of most of the pain in our body and the source of most of our disease as well. We have a real problem with inflammation. Three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack, and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com. Call 800, the number 4, Relief. 800, the number 4, Relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. You go to the World Economic Forum, you look up their smart cities, and you're going to see what is planned for you. Now, they have all kinds of partners all over the world. One of them is the Arup Group, A-R-U-P, the Arup Group. They have their own section on the WEF website, okay? They're a progressive group that got together in Britain right after World War II, and they were like, hey, we can do a lot of things. You know, these Fabian socialists, they got a lot of great ideas. Why don't we start building things and building a community of tomorrow? So very progressive-minded, and uh, they want to be a source and a force for peace and Social betterment, which I look for in a construction company, don't you? I mean, I'm like, yeah, but how? I mean, is gonna? I mean, how is it with earthquakes and stuff? Social betterment. Did we say social betterment? Okay, good. Same reason I go to NASA. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so well, you go to NASA to learn about the uh, Muslim community and how much they know about math, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Um, from the World Economic Forum, uh, let's put uh, page 40 up. There's, there it is. Now, I love this. Now, this is a whole section on, look, we've got some pretty big goals to hit, and we got to hit them. So how do we build these smart cities, and what do we need people to do by 2030? Now, they have some pretty aggressive goals, and some of them are up there. And they look, I mean, if you're watching Blaze TV, you'll, you'll see them up from the website itself. Um, but let me, let me give it to you just in case you're not watching, because gosh darn it, these, um, these stats are a little sticky. So food, food, uh, they need to reduce the emissions of food uh, by 2030. So the, they're... Their target, their target by 2030 is uh, you will only have 16 kilograms of meat per year. Now, their aggressive target for 2030 is that you have zero kilograms of meat. I'm telling you what they're doing to the farmers and the ranchers, what these giant, the four big food processors are doing. They're driving them out of business so you can't have any local ranchers growing meat because they're getting rid of meat. Listen to Klaus Schwab, who says by 2030, meat will be for the rich and very wealthy for special occasions only. You with that? 
again on their own website. 16 kilograms, that's all you can have of meat. Right now, uh, the dairy consumption, milk or derivative equivalent, so cheeses and everything else, they're hoping that you will only have 90 kilograms of that, but their aggressive, ambitious target for 2030 is zero. Now, remember, they need you to live like we lived in the pandemic, except without the nice stuff that you might have had, like cheese and milk and meat in the pandemic. Uh, you'll be required to only have 2,500 calories a day. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think I could live on 2,500 calories a day. <laughs> um, I really don't like the fact, you know, I, maybe it's because I've studied so much about the Holocaust and, you know, when governments and, and institutions start regulating calories, makes me think of the Holocaust a little bit, but maybe that's just me. Now, when it comes to clothing, Clothing is a problem, okay? We have too many clothes for, and I personally, I've watched television. I don't think we have enough clothes, quite frankly. Lizzo comes to mind. Um, so their progressive target for 2030 is that there will, people will only be allowed to have eight new clothing items per person per year. But they really are shooting for three. So, comrade, you could have a new shirt, a new pair of pants, and maybe some socks. Merry Christmas. We'll begin to go, oh, thank God, socks for Christmas. Thank you. Uh, so, you know, no, no big deal there. On private transportation, their goal is, now, I don't even know the number. They don't include this in here. How many vehicles per thousand people? What do you think per thousand people? How many vehicles do we currently have? Do you think? I, I mean, for, I mean, five hundred. Yeah, some of them are kids. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know if you're thinking it's got to be at least 500, five hundred. At least five hundred. They want to reduce that by twenty thirty to one hundred and ninety cars per one thousand people, and their ambitious target is zero cars. Per 1,000 people. Hmm. Oh, by the way, and your 20-year car, the car that should last you about 20 years, they want it to uh, last now 50 years. So we'll all be driving. Oh, my gosh, this is starting to sound like Cuba, where the sun is out every day and you can go to the beach whenever you want and try to fashion a craft out of logs and a sail. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I haven't even gotten to our vacations yet. Wait until you hear what they have planned for you with aviation. American Financing, say you got a credit card. Your balance is $10,000. You make the minimum payment. Most people make the minimum payments. It's going to take you eight and a half years to pay that off. And it will be worth, oh, I don't know, a lot more than $10,000 when you're done. Pay this off. And I know you're saying, I'm trying. I'm trying. If you own a house, please, before the housing market collapses, and maybe it doesn't, but before the price of your house goes down so much you don't have any leverage on it, please call American Financing. They're saving an average of $695 a month. People just like you. So call them today. 
American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now. You can get Glenn's entire special as part of Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Yeah. Great. Welcome to the welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're uh, just going over some things we went over in last night's TV special. I invite you to see it if you missed it last night. It is really an important one. It is on uh, the World Economic Forum, which is meeting next week. The most powerful group of people on the earth ever to meet by far. There are 37 heads of state, uh, five or 600 uh, CEOs of corporations. The, all of the banks will be there. This is the biggest Davos conference of all time by far. Uh, and they're making decisions for you. I know it's just a skiing thing. No, it's not. No, it is not. They are making plans, and you can go to the WEF, World Economic Forum, WEF.org, and you can read all of this stuff I'm presenting. This is today what I'm giving you. I gave some of it last night um, from a group called uh, Arup, and they are one of the recommended uh, builders, and they are also helping them design the city of tomorrow. And so Arup has this whole report on... Uh, the future of urban consumption. And it talks about, in fact, I want to give you this, the headline of one of the sections. Uh, delivering consumption interventions will provide wider benefits in cities. What, what's a, a consumption intervention? What, what does that mean? That means you consume a lot less. From whatever you buy in clothing... Uh, You can only buy, according to their aggressive goals by 2030, three different articles of clothing. That's it. The home version of this game is basically your wife saying, do you really need ice cream tonight? Yeah. Like, it's that. You want something, and some authority figure is telling you you can't have it. Yeah. Kind of. It's worse than that. I think, you know, the way they describe these cities, they're they're imagining a new world. They're imagining a world where you could have everything at your fingertips, everything you need, really so close you never have to drive. You could walk to work. In fact, they describe uh, the world of tomorrow. In some cases, you could be in a very large complex and it, your job, your house, your entertainment, your restaurants could all be right there where you are. I like to think of that as Foxconn. But maybe that's just me. So aviation, here are their goals in aviation. They just want, they think this is a reasonable goal. This is their target in 2030, a 53% sustainable aviation fuel adoption. So I don't think we have one of those yet. Otherwise, I think we'd probably be using it unless it was wildly expensive. But it doesn't matter the expense because 
of goal number two. Their progressive target by 2022 is that each individual will only get one short haul flight every two years. So you could go to like, I'm in Texas, I could go to Iowa. You know, in two years, honey, we could go vacation in Iowa. What do you say? And if you think that all of the regulations and the talk about taxing you per mile and all that stuff is not to keep you at home, I am telling you now, there is going to come a time where wherever you are is where you will spend your life for the most part. So you better be someplace you really want to be. One short haul flight uh, every two years per person. That's their target for 2030 that they think is reasonable. Their ambitious target is one short haul flight every three years per person. So, I mean, airlines, uh, I mean, you got that, by the way. You won't be able to buy. Their goal is that, um, and their goal is their progressive target and their ambitious target is seven seven year optimum lifetime of laptops and electronic devices. So you don't buy anything new for seven years. Okay, Apple's going to love that. What does that do to innovation? When you're trying to cap everything so people can't buy anything new, what is that going to do to the economy, to innovation, to the West? Because we're the only ones that are talking about adopting all of this from the World Economic Forum. We're the only ones. And it is suicide. It is Malthusian. It is the same kind of death cult that has been trying to come up with these utopian plans forever. This time they found a way to trap all of us into that cage. And they're doing it through business and finance. Liberals, you were right. Conservatives were wrong. We were the ones that said, oh, I'm not afraid of business. Oh, the bank's got to make money. We were the ones saying that. You were the ones saying the government and big business and banking are all going to get together and they're going to control the world and we'll all be slaves. And we were the ones that went to the movie theaters and went, ah, that's ridiculous. I'm so sick of hearing about the corporation. Yeah, you're with the corporation, are you? And the corporation was the government. That's what's happening. You were right. Why can't you see it now? Why can't you see it? Because the people, and this is, this is so important for you to understand and express to your friends. This is not about Republicans and Democrats. That's a stage show. You notice when we get them in, nothing really changes. It's a stage show. There's barely any difference between the two parties because it's been corrupted by corporations and big banks and big governments and globalists. It's all corrupt. So now what we're talking about is what? 
We're not talking about policies. We are talking about the basic principles of human rights. Do the Bill of Rights exist? Should they exist? But don't even look at this as an American thing, because it's, again, not. Why are the farmers in Holland standing up and protesting? Why are the farmers in Germany standing up and protesting? Why are the farmers in England? Why are the farmers in France protesting? Because they have what's coming here and nobody's listening. And what's and how are they accomplishing this in Holland? They're saying these farmers are extremists. They're anarchists. They want to destroy the government in Germany. They're anarchists. They want to overthrow the government. France, same thing. England, same thing. Here, same thing. Canada, same thing. Each country is just morphing them into whatever their version of a Nazi is. And the elites on both sides are playing that game. Yep, yep, they are extremists. You saw it with the House last week. You saw the Republicans fight against, let's slow down on spending. Uh, let's uh, let's be able to read the bills for three days before this 5,000-page bill has to be uh, voted on. Let's have a debate in Congress on the floor so people can watch and be informed. No more backroom deals. That's what they were asking for, and the Republicans stood against it. Who's your real friend? I got news for you. You're much more likely to have a real watch-your-back friend who is a classic liberal, somebody who was a Democrat for years and now is starting to back out and go, wait, 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 what is this? Those Democrats that are waking up, they are much more your friend than most of the Republicans you vote for. Choose your friends carefully and welcome new friends who are opening their eyes because we're arguing about all of the wrong things. And because of that, all of this is coming to fruition. If we would just band with each other here in America and then be able to have a global movement, the people all over the world instinctively know this isn't a battle between left and right. This is a battle between the common person and the elite ruling class and the elite in banking and finance and uh, business. That's the fight. The people Versus the rulers. Not Republican and Democrat. Back in just a second. Now, listen, we've been talking about farmland and everything else. I want to talk to you about Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers is a sponsor of this program um, because I really, as a rancher, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the only kind of successful rancher there is. One that just can't afford to lose all the money every year. 
Um, most ranchers are living literally not paycheck to paycheck, cow sale to cow sale. Um, and they are getting screwed in every single way possible. We need to help our ranchers. Did you know that even if it has that little American flag, this is product of the USA. When you go to your meat counter, it'll have that and say product of the USA. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's like 60 or 80 percent of our meat comes from overseas. All right. Support local. Support your local rancher. Support the people who are actually Americans just trying to make a living and provide you with good meat. Uh, you know, that's beef, that's chicken, that's fish. Good ranchers. You go directly to the rancher. Right now, you can get over two pounds of chicken free in every box for a year when you subscribe to Good Rancher. Um, here's what you do. You get a year's worth of chicken for free. Subscribe at GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. Make sure you use the promo code Glenn. You'll claim your free chicken for a year and $20 off your first box. New year, new attitude. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code Glenn. American meat delivered. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I, uh, I welcome you to the program. You know, I've been following this stuff that's been going on in the uh, Vatican lately. And there's a great story um, in the American conservative uh, today that has come out. I just want to read it. In November, I was uh, visiting uh, Bratislava. I don't even know where that is. And had dinner with my friends. And he mentions them, a mathematician, a retired statesman, and the editor of the conservative magazine Standard. Uh, Vlado, who is one of my sources for Live Not by Lies, if you have not read that book, you need to. We were talking about the ailing Pope Benedict. Vlado mentioned that in 2015, he received a letter from uh, Pope Benedict. Um, and Vlado was a member of the underground Catholic Church, you know, in the communist, um, you know, when during the communist regime. And then he became, you know, an anti-communist and he actually served as the interior ministry in his country. Anyway, he said, um, according to this, he was grave as he spoke about the letter. It was very short, he said, and he was uh, appreciative of the book. And in the end, the Pope spoke of the Antichrist. He didn't want to say, that's not something you say at dinner. Yeah, and he wrote me a letter and he talked about the Antichrist. I can't tell you what's in it, though. No, then don't bring it up. Right. Man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so he said he wouldn't bring it up until the Pope dies. Okay. So the Pope has died. Um, Benedict was buried last week. They were in dinner. Uh, they were at dinner in Rome. And uh, he said, are, so are you going to release this? And he said, no, I'm, I'm not sure. He's, a, he's an old-style Catholic, and he didn't want to, you know, uh, he didn't want to do anything that might hurt people's, you know, testimony of God. I don't, I don't know why I don't really understand that. But um, so he was finally convinced that he's going to release it. He has. Uh, it's not long. It has 12 lines. And uh, he does talk about the uh, the Antichrist. Uh, and if I may read it, 
It's Mindscheit Weidei Mach des Antichrist sich ausbreitet und kann nur bieten, dass her uns Kraftswoll hurten schenk. Mm. See what I mean? Beautiful language. Yeah. I have no idea what it means. No, it's, here's the translation. He wrote it in German, but here's the translation. We see how the power of the Antichrist is expanding, and we can only pray that the Lord will give us strong shepherds who will defend his church in this hour of need from the power of evil. Uh, church meaning, I'm, I'm assuming, all of God's people that are following. And good shepherds are what we need. And this is a yet another piece of this puzzle that I'm, I'm trying to get some people from the Vatican to talk about it who are on the, you know, on the, hey, you know, uh, there's a war between good and evil going on uh, and we're on the good side. I'm trying to get them to come out and talk about it because uh, Benedict was very, very clear that uh, Catholics and all of us need to wake up because this is a very dangerous time uh, in the world and we will be deceived. And he said by theologians and trusted shepherds. What does he mean by that? More in just a second. And if you are having a problem with your kids and you're seeing the programming they're getting from school, how do you deprogram them? Next, the Glenn Beck program.